0: Welcome to the flagship episode of the MyLink Deep Dive. I'm Michael DeLulio. I'm joined by our manager of employee and corporate communications, Becky Cania. Hi, Michael. Um, who you'll know, both of us, uh, from the MyLink Rewind. If you are a regular listener there, thank you. Um, but I think the consensus between Becky and I is enough looking backward. Yeah. Let's, uh, in transitioning here, the MyLink Deep Dive is going to cover topics that are timely and relevant today, um, rather than looking back.
1: Onward and upward. So
0: uh, today's topic, um, we're going to talk about a time in a, a lot of our lives that we remember fondly, I would say, and that's college. How do you feel about that?
1: Um, onward and upward, yes, yes, let's, we don't talk about college, no, no. You were like an unawarded college student. I I was, yeah, I was, I was, and so were you, Michael. Well,
0: thank you. Yes, yes. So, as (laughs) as fondly as we look back on those years and all the freedom we had and and how great, I I think we can all agree that it comes at a cost financially, uh, increasingly, uh, especially today. And uh, I saw in the article that we wrote about our Paycheck Scholarship Program that I think on average, a graduate, you know, probably is carrying tens of thousands of dollars
1: of debt yeah, in absolutely. student loans at this absolutely. point. Absolutely. It's astronomical costs of college.
0: And uh, And that leads us perfectly into, like I said, the Paycheck Scholarship Program is something that I think we're really proud to offer. And maybe you can give a quick rundown of the history of the program and how it
1: works. Yeah, absolutely, Michael. It's one of my favorite topics because I think it's one of our best benefits here at Paychex. We launched the Paychex Scholarship Program back in 2005. Uh, Currently, we award 12 winners per year. They get a $1,500 scholarship, and it's renewable for up to three additional years. It's facilitated by a third-party firm called EdCor, and that's to keep us out of the process. It's to be completely objective and and not be influenced by anybody at Paychex. So um, EdCor chooses the winners based on things like their academic achievement, leadership, participation in school and community activities, work experience, their educational and career goals, um, all that good stuff. It's a hotly contested process, as you can imagine. The competition for scholarships is fierce, uh, but they, they pick 12 winners every year. Um, and this year, we're in the, the crux of this year's program. I know there are a lot of students and their parents getting those scholarship ap- ship applications ready this year. The program is open through May 6th. 2022
0: yeah and i mean how competitive it is i think i remember in the last few years the average gpa these folks is always north of 3.9 it's you know the best of the best so they they sure are yeah and one of the best of our best from the past few years is the daughter of the employee that we're uh, lucky to have on the phone with us today and um really proud to introduce sandra gonzalez so sandra um you are a peo health and benefits analyst here at paychecks um Welcome to the show, first of all, and maybe uh, just kind of tell us about your, your paychecks history.
2: Thank you for having me. Um, so I started with Paychex in 2012. Um, my kids were in school. My youngest had just started kindergarten and I just needed um, to use my brain. So I started with the PEO. Um did whatever they needed. Um, My background prior to that was with health insurance. I worked for health insurance. So um, I just every year um, did whatever they needed. And fast forward, this is my, I'm starting my 10th year. And um, now I work on renewals. So I'm really an agent um, and I work on medical renewals.
0: What, uh, What does a health and benefits analyst do day to day?
2: So I literally work on client-sponsored renewals. Um, So every month we have a list of clients that have their renewals that go up. We review their renewals. We offer alternative options if the renewals are not good. Um, We work directly with the client and hopefully we renew them and we keep them. So it's kind of like... um, you know, wash, repeat. We we do the same thing every month. But I basically just work with clients on their um, client-sponsored renewals. Yeah,
1: nice way to get some client retention and keep them as a client. Correct.
2: Correct. Ultimately, that is the the goal. Yes.
0: So let's let's talk about the the scholarship program. So your daughter Caitlin was a recipient back in 2019. Uh, right now, she's finishing up. I believe you said her junior year at Vanderbilt University. Um, maybe we kind of. Walk back and talk about how you first heard about the program um, and kind of what led you to it.
2: So I thought about this and I don't know um, if I was seeking scholarships, trying to just figure out, you know, making sure that if this is where she wanted to be, that there were no obstacles for her. Um, so I don't know if I saw, you know, looked through the, the intranet or if I just saw the, you know, the announcement that the scholarships, you know, that the um, application process was opening. Um, but I knew that as soon as it opened, you know, um, that she would probably be a good fit. I maybe every applicant feels that way. Um, but I just felt like this was right up her alley and and knew that I wanted to make sure that we submitted her application.
0: And uh, what what led her to to Vanderbilt? Do you remember the things that, I don't know, did you guys visit a bunch of schools or was there something she already knew she wanted to go there?
2: Yeah. So, you know, we had moved from New Jersey um, to Georgia and we lived close to Princeton University and she really you know, she really had Ivy League on her radar. Um, That's what she wanted to do. Um, When we moved in Georgia, um, she kind of changed what she was into. She started to be more into math and science and she knew she wanted to go do pre-med. And um, actually a friend her junior year visited Vanderbilt, came back and said, you need to go visit, visit this school. This is right. This school is perfect for you. You would love it. And we had never heard of Vanderbilt. We're from up north. And I was like, Tennessee, that's too southern for us. Um, But Vanderbilt was the first school that we visited her junior year. I remember it was like Martin Luther King Day. And this was the first school that we visited and we fell in love with it.
1: So, Sandra, you mentioned that she changed her. Her focus, kind of along along the mm-hmm. way, and now she's um, she's wants to be a physical therapist, correct? Correct. So, how what led her to that to that field of study?
2: You know, when she was young, she was um, very politically inclined, loved the elections and things like that. But as she grew older, um, she was more into you know sciences, chemistry. Just loved that aspect of it. Um, she really thought, you know, that she would go to medical school and went into Vanderbilt thinking that. Um, but her freshman year, she got involved as a student trainer with the football team and traveled with the team. And even during COVID, you know, was involved and shadowed the physical therapists, and just fell in love with, um, with working with athletes. And so, you know, she had, she had to have a difficult conversation with her dad to say, uh, I don't think I want to go to medical school. I think I want to go to PT school. And, um, you know, we are very supportive of her, but um, we know it's her journey. Um, and so we know she can achieve whatever she wants, but this is this is what she wants to do. She wants to go to, you know, physical therapy school, so...
1: Well, it's interesting because I think sometimes some of the scholarships that are out there, they're very specific to the field of study, right? So the paycheck scholarship, um, you know, she could start out with one field and switch to another s- field and not affect the the scholarship opportunity. So um, I think that's a that's a nice a nice little bonus, too, for our scholarship.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, it's hard when you we expect an 18 year old to know exactly what they want to do. Right. I mean, we're lucky that she's still in a related field, but that's a lot of pressure to expect an 18 year old to know exactly what field they're going to want to go into.
1: Yeah, I think a lot of us adults don't even know what field we want to do and what we want to be when we grow up. So, yeah, I I feel you there. We're
0: just we're just faking it. We're just faking it
1: every day, every day. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> I want to I wanna ask you about, and I don't know how kind of clearly this memory is there, but the moment of finding out that she was a winner um, and, and just kind of the excitement of that. Do you remember kind of where you were and, and what that moment was like as a family kind of celebrating it?
2: Um, I probably just got an email um, and it's, it's, it's twofold. Caitlin has a lot of successes. And sometimes, sometimes it's hard to celebrate everything because there's so many things that she achieves. But um, you know, her being accepted accepted into Vanderbilt, it was we she she applied early decision, and that meant that if she got in, we she was going there regardless of how much money she you know she got with scholarships. And so that was daunting to know that we were agreeing that. We were going to pay upwards of $70,000 regardless of, you know, how much money she got. So when this came in and we knew that she could renew it for three more years, it it just kind of kept putting us at a better place of, OK, you know, this is working out. Everything's falling into the place. Finance is not going to be an issue with her going to Vanderbilt. And so that was that was just like the biggest Emotion that I think we felt that we're not going to have to say sorry, honey. You can't go there because it's just we can't afford it. That all of these little things kind of helped to make her her dream come true. Oh,
1: that's awesome. That's awesome. We are we are so proud that paychecks could have a little part of of that of that dream making. So, tell us a little bit about the application process itself. Um, I think a lot of parents are a little overwhelmed when they think of. Having to uh, you know secure financial aid or or the difference between scholarships and and loans and things like that. So how how was the application process itself? And and let's be honest, did you do most of it of the nudging there, or did she <laughs> take it upon herself? No, so,
2: I have to be honest. Like I don't do anything even now FAFSA or anything. I mean, she. I just send it to her and said. Whatever information you need from me, whatever you need from me, you let me know. She ran with it, um, you know, listed all her stuff, whatever recommendations she had to secure. She did it all. Um, I was not really involved, but that's the kind of person that she is. Um, So, you know, I'm just lucky like that. That's awesome. That's awesome. Mm -hmm.
0: So I, we were emailing a little bit about um, some of the accomplishments, things she's already kind of been able to achieve in, you know, obviously almost three years now through through college. Can you talk about some of those things that and I'm, I'm just inviting you to kind of beam here? What what types of things has she already uh, already achieved in school?
2: So, you know, my job is just to remind her, you know, you're a student first. And, and we want her to be a student and not have to really um, work or worry about other things. So she um, is on the dean's list, um, which is, is what lets me know that she's, you know, doing what she's supposed to be doing. Um, but she gets her energy from the activities that she's involved in. Um, in freshman year, she's decided she was going to join a sorority, which was very strange to me because she's much more of a leader than a follower. Um, but somehow she picked one that had a lot of women leaders and she's found her own niche. Um, like I mentioned earlier, she um, is a student trainer for football and that really requires 20 hours volunteering per week. Um, she would get up at 4.30 in the morning to be at practice for five o'clock. Um, so she's super dedicated and, and um like I said, gets her energy from the activities that she's involved in. Um, during the pandemic, you know, she was president of her dorm and found ways to get students involved in activities and not be isolated. Um, she, every time she tells me something that she's involved in, I'm just like, I'm tired just listening to you. Um, she did intern last summer at a couple of labs. One was an orthopedic lab, so she was able to shadow an actual orthopedist surgeon. Um, She's done lab work, and I think that's when she realized that she didn't want to go into medical school because she didn't want to just do research. Um, So she's just involved all the time. She plans her studying around games and when she has to travel. I mean, she's the epitome of, you know, somebody who's organized and focused. I'm
1: very lucky. You're very proud, too. We can tell. Yeah. <laughs> and justifiably so.
0: What about um, kind of as you look forward? I know you had mentioned uh, she was getting ready to take certain exams that have to do with the industry that she wants to go into. What uh, what do you see kind of in the, the, the future here?
2: So she's getting ready to take her GREs and apply to physical therapy schools. Um, she has a list. The list is, you know, mostly in the Southeast. She decided she wants to stay in the Southeast. Not sure if she really wants to come home, not in a negative way, but um, so, you know, we, we uh, we're kind of anxiously waiting to see what school she applies to, where she ends up. Um, and so she's kind of just looking forward to enjoying her senior year. She'll take the GREs in June. So that she can enjoy her senior year,
0: the outlook is bright. Still, I'm sure
1: it is yeah. indeed. It sounds like she has a great career in front of in front of her, and uh, a very proud mama behind her. So, congratulations on that! Thank you. Absolutely. So, when we think about other paychecks, parents, there's. 15,000 employees. A lot of them have college-age kids. Um, what message would you have for other employees who are maybe thinking of encouraging their child to apply for this scholarship?
2: You know, I I just believe in going for it because if nobody applies, nobody will get the scholarship. So I, I believe in going for it and, and looking for the right scholarships. And um, I think some of the work starts prior to applying. I think that it's important for for the students to um, be involved in activities that they actually enjoy, not just something to go on their resume. So let them do the activities that they enjoy so that when they apply for the scholarship, they can stand out Um, and then let them do it themselves. You know, I'm there to help, but I don't do you know, I don't do the work for my kids, and I think it's important for them to um, learn. You know, okay, I can take the lead on this, and then my parents will be there to support me. So let them do the application themselves. That's it. it I think it reads better when you know that the child wrote it and not the parent wrote it. That's just my opinion.
0: No, I think that's wise. Uh, good, good guidance. Um, and. So Becky, that uh, if employees are listening and they want to take action and, and uh, encourage their child to go for this, where do they apply? I know they have till May six. They but... have
1: until May six. They can go to the MyLink story or the HR for You that came out, and we'll put links in the links below, links in the bottom of this, and uh, they can they can get a, a link directly to the EdCore site. It gives them all the instructions, the application deadlines everything they need to know about the scholarship program
0: perfect well Sandra I want to thank you very very much for coming on being our first uh, my link deep dive guest but uh, and seriously congratulations uh, to you and and to Caitlin and uh, I think she's got a whole bunch of people at paychecks that are maybe watching to see what she does next now so uh, thank you again
2: Thank you very much. And I do. I was waiting for her senior year, but I really wanted to say a big thank you to Paychex because, you know, some people I think might be discouraged saying, oh, it's just fifteen hundred dollars. But six thousand throughout the four years that she's there um, has given her the ability of just focusing on her schoolwork, not having to worry about the financial piece. And that's something that um, is, you know, I can't say thank you enough. So I really am super appreciative of everything that Paychex has done. This is a great program. So.
0: Awesome. Well, thank, thank you for saying that. We, we, uh, we're happy to do it. Couldn't have said it better ourselves. All right, everybody. Uh, thank you for listening and uh, tune in next time for uh, we don't know what we're going to cover yet. But, no, uh, but it'll be a deep dive. It'll, it'll be, be a, a deep, deep dive. dive. We'll plunge into something. And uh, yeah, hopefully you come back. This podcast is property of Paychex Incorporated 2022. All rights reserved.